Welcome to Sky Women. I'm your host, Dr. Carolyn Moyers, a wife, mom, and board-certified OB-GYN. This is a place to educate, empower, and inspire. Join us each week as we share the power of women's stories. Real women, real stories, real inspiration. Put on your stretchy pants. Let's get going. Welcome, Sky community. Welcome back to another episode of Sky Women. I am so glad that you are with us today because we have a great episode in store for you. We have Dr. Ola Benton, who goes by fondly Dr. O. She is a board-certified family physician and founder of Living Spring Family Medical Center, and she is just down the road from us. So she is a mom, a wife, and she enjoys really good cuisine. She can't get enough colors in her life. Welcome, Dr. O. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled to be here. Yes, thank you. I know we've collaborated on a couple of things before, and so I'm happy to share you with our audience as we talk about how women can not only live well, but live long. I know this is a passion of yours as a family medicine physician. You have a lot of conversations with women every week. So why don't you share with with us what it is that you think helps us to live a life, a well-lived life? <laughs> wow, uh, that's that's a loaded question. But I've got to <laughs> say that I've, I've even learned um, some of these just in interacting with patients, women patients, and, and also being a woman myself definitely helps so we can relate. Now, there, there, there are many things that make for living long and well as a woman. We know the typicals, right? Um, exercise, go for checkup, eat well. But I, I kind of want to give us a different dimension of it so that we don't feel more pressure. Like, oh my gosh, here's a list of things I'm not doing again. Thank you again for the reminder. More pressure, right. more pressure. Like my life is not already full of pressure. But I would say, let, let's talk about them in a different, in a different format. So one, let's say the annual wellness checkups. Truth is, studies have shown that going for your checkup is a good way to ensure that you live long and well. And the whole purpose of that is, is, is part of your self-care routine. So think mm-hmm. of it as a birthday gift, like it's my birthday month. I'm going to make this a priority. And I know that there's a big movement of, you know, put yourself first and all that good stuff. I, I'll be honest with you, it's, that's almost unnatural for a woman. It, to put yourself first, that's, that's like against every fiber in your being like yeah no uh, all I say is put put yourself on the list like just just put on the list even right. if it's not number one at least number nine or you're on the make yourself like put yourself on the list I want to make sure you make it to the list I really like that because I do mm-hmm. feel like it's not that you're not you know number one or you're just not even on the list I feel like that that's very true for so many women they just put it off until their body I always say your body get whispers Mm-hmm. until it screams, right? And so mm-hmm. I feel like they're usually coming in when things are finally screaming. Mm. And the truth is your body would take what it's, what it's worth or what it needs one way or another. So something is already struggling. So it's important to pay attention, not to feel bad, but just say, you know what, what are ways I can make this more priority? So my birthday month, I'll make sure so I don't forget um, as part of my routine. Okay, so that's tip number one. Now, tip number two, let's talk exercise. And I, I talk about this in different uh, dimension because, you know, I, like for instance, I saw, saw a patient the other day, I'm like, you exercise, they're like, oh, I have a two-year-old doc. I stay, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't, I can't, I can't. And I'm like, uh, one second, is your, is your child moving? Yeah, yeah, I'm chasing. I'm like, guess what, you exercise. Yeah. You do, you yeah. do. 
And, and you know, studies studies also show that um, they did a study in a group of two different groups of uh, people. So they had a, a group, you know, not know that they exercised. And what they did was they cleaned um, hotels. Can you mind how many steps you're taking? Oh, and so the, yes. So, so they Very physically active two. job. Mm-hmm. So they split the group in two and asked the second group, told the second group, guess how many steps you're taking? On average, you're taking about 12,000 steps. You're exercising, da 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 da, da. They re-evaluated them a few weeks later. And guess what? Those who knew they were exercising had more pep in their steps. Their depression <laughs> scores came down. So just knowing. So I've used that to the power patients. And I say, guess what? You're doing the things. You're exercising already. So great job. And that in itself is a relief and helps maximize the effect of the exercise because you know you're doing it. And so there's more, I guess, ginger in the day for you. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's tip number two. Mm-hmm. I like those. I like it. Yeah. Just recognizing what you are doing. And so now we, you know, we've got watches, we've got all kinds of different devices that can count our steps. Your phone can count your steps. You don't need a new device, keep it on you and it can count your steps every day. And so recognizing what you actually are doing for your body. Yes. And the other thing I always say about exercise is move for joy, right? So, I mean, yes, I, I want all women to be doing some strength training to help with osteoporosis prevention, with strength and balance. So we avoid, you know, falling and hip fractures and things like that. However, when it comes to cardio, I'm like, do what makes you joyful. If you love that Peloton, fantastic. Get out there the Peloton, <laughs> right? If you want to have a dance party in the living room with your kids That's for 20 right. minutes, go for it. You know, if it's swimming, biking, you know, running, whatever it is that gets you going, do it. I, I believe that there just has to be a balance and we need to stop making it so like, oh, I just hate to exercise. To. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the data not left. And the data now is saying that any movement is better than none. So you're doing some, hey, good, good for you. So that's, that's good. Now, there's, there are a few more of the tips uh, that I wanted to share. And it, these are not typically the, you know, go to doctor and hear these. But the third one I would say is asking for what you need. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and this, this one, let me explain it this way. So I, I, I've had patients, you know, we're talking about being married and, you know, or, you know, just navigating the workplace and, you know, like things like, can you ask for a stand-up desk, sit to stand desk, you can get more steps than they, well, I bet they won't give me, why, why don't you ask? Or you have a significant other who doesn't seem to get it right on your birthdays or doesn't seem to listen to you. Well, have you spelled it out? Yeah, I know we want them to read our minds, but they cannot. They don't. They don't. So, you know, <laughs> like I, I'll give an example, like, you know, sometimes for my birthday, I'll be like, oh, babe, guess what? This is on sale. This is what I want. This is what I want to do. Here's a link. Yes. Yeah. The, yes. the surprise would be great, but it, yes. it's, I, I can guarantee at least this, I like it. And I, I, you know, so ask for what you want, communicate what you want. With your kids, I'm a little tired. I want to take a nap. Um, how about you read to mommy instead of mommy read to you? I need a hug. COVID was big. COVID was big, big for me. Like I had to learn how to ask more for the things that fed my joy and fed me emotionally so I could pour into others. So I would ask for right. hugs, you know. So ask for what you need. Ask in the workplace. I'm not saying be rude or be you know, whatever, but yeah, but you don't get what you don't ask for. And we know when we look at, at data on in the workplace specifically, you know, men get paid more than women a lot of times because they're willing to ask for it. 
and we just don't ask. So yeah, asking for what you need is really key. And I do this a lot for my pregnant patients who were working on, you know, their musculoskeletal discomfort in the workplace. We have to look at ergonomics and maybe you need a converting top just for your desk so that you can stand more. You know, I also have a friend who got a little treadmill and it has okay. a, a like a desktop over the top of it. So she can get her steps in while she's doing emails. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> and it's small it. and compact and fits right into your office. Um, so there are all kinds of ways for you to get your movement in. Ask for what you need. Don't be scared to ask for what you need. If you're in a relationship where you're fearful to ask for what you need, then I, I, that's a problem. I feel like that's a problem. And maybe we need some counseling there. <laughs> I concur. I concur. I concur. Another tip, you let me know when, when it's time to, you know, stop. Be and not do. Oh, that, that one, I feel like a hypocrite. Yeah, that one, some. But you don't always have to do stuff to be adding value to people you love around you. Mm. You know, I, I, I give an example one day. And I, was, I, I tell these patients, I said one day I had sweated, you know, stayed, stand up, stood up most of the day trying to cook and bake my son's favorite, whatever. At the end of the day, he said, you know what, mom, thank you so much for this. But I, I wish you made something else. <laughs> yes. he, said that, he said I would love it, but he was just reminiscent of something else that he'd liked. That I, and I, I, and then I said, would you like some pizza? He's like, yeah. And I realized that day we sat, we ate pizza. It was fun. I wasted three hours of my time <laughs> doing. <laughs> I could just right. eat pizza and just right. be my son and. You know, same thing with book readings. Oh, you want to read to your kid? Like sometimes when I tell parents, read to your kid 20 minutes, they're like, oh, I'm like, have them read to you. You can stay mm-hmm. on the bed, lay flat mm-hmm. and have them open the book and mention what you're resting. And, you mm-hmm. know, so sometimes when you think about just being rather than doing, it mm-hmm. makes the experience better for the person you're trying to pour into. Yeah. Um, and also less stressful for you. Yeah. You still I- feel like a great mom. Yeah, Dr. O, I feel like that you're you're speaking to my soul right now. Uh, so many, so many mothers, I feel like think that they have to be doing, they have to do all the things, right? And if we don't do it, it's not going to get done. Well, you know, I can be on call over the weekend and my kids survive and everybody gets fed and it's just fine, right? My husband can do all of those things. And I've learned that even though like the mess and, you know, toys here and there and books that they've left out, you know, and half the time my table is covered, my kitchen table is going to be covered in (laughs) books and toys and cars and all the things. And I've learned that, that it doesn't always have to be neat, that I'm creating that stress by thinking Mm -hmm. that my house has to be perfect or it should be picked up or this or that, whenever All they want is for me to just be present, to snuggle and read stories, which puts me to sleep, by the way, Uh, (laughs) or to sit with them while ever they read or to play a board game with them. And it's just doing those things and letting go of the shoulds Mm -hmm. makes a Mm -hmm. huge difference in everyone's enjoyment in the house. Right. But if Mm -hmm. I walk in the door and I'm like, where is there a mess here? And I get on everybody's case, then like nobody's enjoying that experience, right? Mm -hmm. We're all feeling the stress about mom being upset over the mess. And I got to tell you this, I'll be honest with you, a clean house, I'm sure like you is therapeutic. I love it. I love it. But, but, you know, to help myself, my husband gave me this tip. It's like, take off your glasses. So when I take my glasses, (laughs) it looks so clean. So I do that. I go home, I just take off my glasses like, hey, how's everyone? Yeah. And that, that. (laughs) 
that definitely helps. Oh, yes, that, that definitely that helps. That cracks me up. That cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just have to like turn a blind eye, right? And yep. then, yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it. The last one I'm going to say, and this one is, is very important, is minding your thoughts. They mm-hmm. affect a whole lot in your mood. And, you know, for someone who's listening, who's like, oh, great. Yes, I know. How do I even begin? You know, just acknowledging that that's something to prioritize. And so seek out resources or podcasts or therapists or counselors or mentors or books that help improve the quality of your mind, how you see things. I believe that everyone, no matter how dire the situation is, even if they're on their deathbed, God forbid, there's there are things that can help improve the quality of what's left. And so... You know, how you change your mind, you change your life, you change your outcome. And so looking for those resources, you know, join near to people who empower you and help you think of what's possible and who don't help you focus so much on your past that your future seems so bleak. Very, Mm -hmm. very important. So the first thing is awareness. This is a good podcast to listen to. You're just talking to you, you know, Doc, you know, or listening to you and your guests, you know, is empowering and encouraging. So being intentional about about doing those things can help improve your quality of life too. Absolutely. I mean, whether it's coaching, counseling, psychiatry, we know also well the improvements in suffering, truly. Because a lot of times I've heard said, I would think it's Katie Byron who said that all suffering comes from the human mind or all human suffering comes from the mind, something of that nature. And it's true that nothing in your circumstances could change, but you can change the input. You can change how you're thinking and how you're looking at things. And suddenly things begin to change Mm. because it's what's going on between your ears. (laughs) Mm. 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 Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. We have to, we have to monitor our mind. We have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day and they're 50, 50, right? Negative, positive, positive. And we have we grab on to those negative nagging things that bother us, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. that's what we need to learn to monitor those thoughts, let them pass by like a busy highway and use those thoughts that serve us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use the thoughts that serve you and, and look for the goodies in a day. That's why I say, I, I call it the, the daily benefits, a little sprinkles of joy in the day, compliment, yeah. you know, someone says something. We, we tend to push those aside, like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. You know, so I can see the, the bad thing that's coming. Like those things, look for them in the day and, and kind of dwell on them some, feed yeah. your joy from them too. So it empowers you to be better, empowers you to do take on the challenges for the day as well. So, yeah. Lovely tips, lovely tips. So we're going to live long and well. <laughs> yes, yes, that's the whole idea. Yeah, I, and I can attest that, you know, doing those annual visits and really keeping up with your health really helps to keep you. My mother-in-law to this day still takes her daily walk, goes to her annual visits, is on top of her healthcare. She's turning 80 next month and she is sprier than many 65-year-olds I know. <laughs> so That's get awesome. moving, ladies. Get moving. And just go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that when you're out on your walk or you're doing your exercise, you've got some empowering thoughts. <laughs> awesome. Great idea. Okay. Until next week, be well. All right, Sky Community. Thank you for listening to another episode. This episode was sponsored by Sky Women's Health. 
As a reminder, we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and we help relieve back pain and pelvic pain in pregnancy and beyond. If you are pregnant and having pain and you feel like you have no reliable way to relieve it, look us up at skywomenshealth.com, request an appointment, and we'll call to get you scheduled. As a board-certified OB-GYN with a Neuromusculoskeletal Medicine Fellowship, I help you realign with hands-on drug-free treatment and relieve pain on the spot without medication. We'll help you maintain these results through your pregnancy and postpartum period. Every pregnant person deserves this, and we are so excited to serve you. You can find us on our website, as mentioned, or on social at Sky Women's Health, or you can call the office at 817-915-9803. That's it for today. Until next week, be well.